ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ugo. There was a man who was blind. Jesus put clay on his eyes. What a blessing. What a blessing. It's a joy for me to be here. I was thinking that after yesterday's sessions, I would wake up this morning to receive my transport fare back to Accra. I'm surprised I've been asked to come and preach again here. I don't know. Don't you want better preachers to have a conference with? So, so on that score, let's appreciate Bishop Charles for a beautiful time this morning teaching us. At a point, if I feel I'm struggling once again, I'll call on him to take up the microphone again. Appreciate this man. Beautiful. And uh, I'm more relaxed today because my big sister is here. Lady Sister Joy, clap your hands for her. She has abandoned me, but she's back here. So maybe today I may preach a little better because she's here. So let's welcome him with a better hand clap. And uh, Sister Joy, we love you. We are happy to have you here. And um, we thank God for the mega church you are building in Ayeduyasi there. Uh, we are sending shepherds, basenta leaders there to learn about ministry. But your life is an example. It's a good example because, you know, I love you very much because you, you, you put to rest foolish arguments. You know, people who don't want to do much with their lives will say, oh, first love, they are doing what they are doing because they are young people, you know, young boys with energy and, uh, and so on and so forth, you know. And all that rubbish you know but it's nice to come to Kumasi and see a grandmother she's a grandmother yeah building a church with thousands of people clap your hands for grandma appreciate grandma and she's refusing to be a grandma but it's a blessing you know we thank God for the for the family we have in the, a beautiful family and our family head himself is 
is a beautiful father we love so much and uh, we thank god for bishop dagwood mills our father and uh, we celebrate his life and all what he's doing for us many many things i wonder how he does it many many things many 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 things you know and i pray that um we will be all the better for it hallelujah i also want to salute bishop Hodge. it's a blessing to have great pastors he's here with his jss wife student wife i don't know why she's going to hide somewhere but let's appreciate his wife beautiful and uh, I, I i i thank god for the family we have the brothers and the sisters and uh, i believe that god is going to cause everyone to be great amen so this morning i want to ask that you bear with me if the preaching is like yesterday just signal it i will call bishop charles to come and take over father we thank you for a great time this morning in jesus name amen you may be seated you may be seated and um, i want to point to these books you see the macarius used to be 40 books See, it is with, oh, it's okay. I'm all right. Thank you. I'm also a macho man anyway. So, you know, it used to be 40 books. But our father, once again, he wants to give us everything. You know, and he has upgraded the library to 60 books. It's worth a hand clap. So, this is a pastor's conference. It's not a marriage seminar. So anyone who is here, I want to believe, wants to serve God, or is serving God, or has an interest in the ministry. And so, there are many things in this book you don't know. Many things. And it will help you to acquire these books. Originally, it's sold elsewhere if you convert it's a thousand cities the cheapest i heard of was 600 ghana cities for 60 books 60 books that's 10 cities a book yes 60 books which cover most of the aspects of ministry you see but in this conference we are being given these books for 450 cities. Not 60. You know, so I want to kindly ask you to get it. Go to the bank. Borrow somebody's money. Because you are borrowing anyway. Yes, I just saw somebody, even the wig you have, I know the one who owns it. I just saw somebody, the, the wig you are wearing, it's not for you. But you borrowed a wig to come to a conference. Then you might as well borrow 450 cities and buy 60 books that will help your ministry. 
Am I saying something bad? So if you are a pastor, you should be interested in books, knowledge. As Bishop Patrick said, reading. You know, what, what? Hosea chapter 4. Hosea chapter 4. Verse 6. You see, it says, My people are destroyed. Not unbelievers. Not sexy dancers. Not we smokers. My people. Wow. That's something powerful there. So, so, so I mean, in keeping with what I was sharing yesterday, you can be a child of God and be destroyed. God can be your father and you are still saying, my people are destroyed. And what is it? Because they smoke Indian hemp a lot. Not so. My people are destroyed because they like girls. Why are God's people destroyed? For lack of knowledge, not lack of money. Not lack of church buildings, but lack of knowledge. Your attitude towards knowledge is, 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 is defining your place in the ministry. The, the, the reason is clear. Now, now, this is not for pastors. This is not for pastors. Please take the baby away. Go and cry somewhere. Sometimes even demons can enter babies. Yes, demons can enter babies and use them to destroy a service. Demons can enter cars. Demons, if, 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 a, if Satan himself could enter Peter, then no baby is exempt. So when a baby is disturbing a service, don't say, oh, this baby doesn't know what he's doing. No, 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 no. He's an agent. Then what? So when you are in a service and a baby is disturbing, don't say, oh, the baby needs breast milk as you want. Suck the baby. If the baby is linked to a mother, suck the baby and the mother. And if it's the disturbance is too much, go and find the father of the baby. He's likely to be in front. It's the front guys who impregnate their wives too much. Suck the baby. I was saying something. What was I saying? Yes, I said, th- th- this one is just my people. It's not a pastor's. This is my people, Christians, churchgoers, born again Christians. They are destroyed for lack of knowledge. But it's a two in one verse. It describes Christians and God's people and also describes pastors. The, the second part is now, now, this one is not the first, the first one is my people. Are destroyed church members for lack of money. Now you see, Katusha Mayan the 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 church members they are destroyed because 
they don't know anything. That's why you and I as pastors must constantly teach. We teach, we preach, we have schools, lay schools, new believer schools and so on. Because they don't know. They don't have their quiet time. They don't listen to messages. So we teach them. But when it comes to pastors, you see a different attitude. And that's why I read this verse. You see, pastors don't suffer from lack of knowledge. Pastors, like the pastor watching me right now on your phone, your problem is not a lack of knowledge. Your problem is a rejection of knowledge. Yes. They reject it. Because thou hast rejected. So there are two groups. The church members who have no knowledge but the pastors who actively refuse to buy books. They refuse to get Macarius 60 because they feel they have Macarius 40. Or they feel they have got 20 books. <laughs> so look at this. It's because thou hast rejected knowledge. I will also reject thee that thou shalt be no priest to me. So whether you be a pastor or no pastor next year depends on your attitude towards knowledge today. You can easily lose your place as a pastor. Oh, already. I mean, we know them. We know people who have run away from the ministry. We know people who are pastors who today are called Mister. We know people who some time ago were, were, were men of God, but today they are known as businessmen. But you may think that they chose business or they chose politics, but actually God rejected them. God can remove his seal of approval from you. Be very careful. Be very careful. Be very, very careful. I'm talking to every pastor. I I don't mind what church you have. Whether you are pastoring 4,000 members or 40 members. The next phase of your ministry requires something bigger than what you have used before to build what you have now. Hello? Yes. In every industry, pharmaceutical industry, agric industry, medicine, any, any industry, advances, advances, say advances. Advancements are made on the back of new knowledge. Not old knowledge. So any pastor who does not seek new knowledge stagnates and is rejected. So that is why God says, you see, oh, thank you, Jesus. You see, 
imagine me rejecting I reject the Macario 60. I'm rejecting the pastor's preaching. I've rejected whatever Bishop Charles taught today. I'm rejecting anything Bishop Patrick is going to teach this evening. I reject it. Now, what have I done really? Because see, I'm a bishop. I'm rejecting it. I'm rejecting the teaching. It means that I am only left with the knowledge I had that has made me a bishop. No, 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 no. Because it is Bishop Charles' teaching that will help me to take my next step forward. Because remember, advancements are made on the back of new knowledge. So you can be a pastor today rejecting knowledge. All what you are doing is that you will not advance and that is why God said that I will also reject you from being a priest because I don't like pastors who don't advance. I don't like pastors who don't make new, new, new heights. Who don't, who don't rise to new heights. I don't like them. I don't care whether you build 10,000 churches. I need my, 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 my servants to advance. So, so rejecting knowledge, you don't see the word new there. Because you see, he is a priest. He said, thou shalt be no priest to me. So these are priests, but God will remove them from being priests. So you really, as a pastor, must love new knowledge. Whatever conquests, victories you've attained should not limit you from acquiring new paraphernalia. Hello? Whatever great things you've done should not limit you. I, 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 I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, uh, Kumasi, this is the land of warriors. Hello? Yes. Didn't they beat the British? They're not small people. It's a, it's a nation. It's a nation. Fighters. Warriors. But I, I, I don't want to believe it. I mean, if it is true, then it's unfortunate. I don't want to believe that the next time a man rises up in any warfare, I don't want to believe they are going to use bows and arrows. I don't know. I don't know what I say. I don't want to believe that they are going to fight the British again with bows and I mean, is it possible? Is there any Mencia Palace person here? Will they use bows and arrows? I don't think so. Somebody has got AK-47. You are you are using spears. No. So all your previous conquests and achievements and victories are nothing if you do not advance your paraphernalia. If you don't advance, you will never become great. First Samuel 17. Now I'm preaching about books. First Samuel 
17. Just, just two verses. Two verses. Verse 50. You can't sit down and say that you, 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 you used to use this mega church and you built a thousand members with mega church. There is a new book called Church Growth. Yes. There are new books. Look, so David prevailed over the Philistines. I'm sure you know the name of this Philistine. What was his name? Goliath. 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 With what? He prevailed. He killed Goliath with a sling and a stone and smote him and slew him. But there was no sword. In the hands of David. You might have built a church with mega church or how to pray or loyalty and disloyalty, but you may not have church growth. You may not have other one of you is a devil. It's okay. You may kill Goliath with a sling and a stone. But my darling girl, you also need a sword. And many of you don't even have the consciousness of lack of swords because you are celebrating the fall of Goliath too much. Yes, you are busily celebrating the, the killing of a giant. You are, you are busily celebrating your past victories. Some of you, the victories in ministry you won you, or you talked 10 years ago, you are still celebrating it. You are living in the past. David had no sword. You cannot always win with a sling and a stone. That's a lower type of ammunition. So the next verse and verse 51 says, so David ran. I see you running towards the Macarius. I see you running towards a book. So David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword. Abba! He drew it out of the sheet and slew him and cut off. You can't use a stone to cut off the head of a giant. You can't use a sling to cut off the head of a giant. And that's what many of you are doing. You are using inferior past, uh, uh, historic, obsolete. Thank you. What's going we go to? Resec. I'm sorry about that. I apologize on behalf of your parents for doing that to you. Sorry. See me, I'll, I'll talk to you about your children. I, I feel so, so sad. I was saying something before 
I became depressed. What was I saying? Obsolete. No, he said obsolete not because he's from Priscilla, but because there's an anointing here. <laughs> Which Priscilla knows the word obsolete? It's an anointing here that you are using to build your life. You can see that those from Kikam Tech are quiet. Are destroying your life. You want to use a stone to cut the head of Goliath? Tell your neighbor, be interested in swords. Even if you have killed with a stone before. Wow! There's always something better. And we are blessed to have a pastor, a founder, a man of God who is churning out for us better sorts. You are sitting in your house with all about fornication. At this time, you are a pastor. Kashatakabolande. <laughs> Goliath fell with a sling and a stone. I'm excited. See, in the same verse, in the same verse, as soon as he fell, David knew that I still, I also need a sword. As soon as he built a church with PVCI, he said, I also need shabby shepherding must go. Be interested in a better way of doing the same thing. So you see in 1 Samuel, the same 21. 21, verse 8. 1 Samuel 21, sorry, not 17. 1 Samuel 21, chapter 21, verse 8. He said, David went to Ahimelech and said to Ahimelech, this is the man who killed with what? A sling. First Samuel 17. But in 21, when he met Ahimelech, he said, Is there not here under thine hand a sling and a stone? What did he ask? Is there not here under thine hand spear or sword? You should be looking for something new and something better. The man who killed a giant. Songs were made about David for killing a giant. Israel celebrated that boy. But I'm glad he did not get stuck 
to slings and stones. He did not make monuments with slings and stones, but he had an interest in swords and spears. May your interest be upgraded today in the name of Jesus. Kashakota. Is there not here under the hand a spear or sword? He said, for I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me. Because the king's business required his. Next verse. And the priest said, the sword of Goliath, the Philistine, whom, that one is another another meeting, I'll, I'll talk about it later. Whom thou slewest in the valley of Elah, behold, it is here, wrapped in a cloth behind the effort. If thou wilt take that, take it, for there is no other save that here. And David said, there is none like that. Give it to me. There is nothing in this world like Macarius 60. Give it to me. There is nothing like this anywhere. It's okay. There is nowhere in this world, nowhere. I've been to Asia, I've been to America, I've been to Europe. On the planet Earth, there is no collection of books by one man who has got works to show. Give it to me! Give it to me! I wish during the break you would go to the table and say, Give it to me! I built 100 churches, but give this to me! There's none. There is none like this. There is nothing in this world. Believe me. This pack of books should be in the Guinness Book of World Records. There is nothing. There is no collection of ministry. Unless you are, you are talking about books that will teach you how to smoke Indian hemp. Or books about sexy dancing. Or how to fornicate. I don't know which books you are looking for. But if you are talking about ministry, building of churches, doing the work of God, serving God, there is none. Give it to me! Can I hear you shout? Give it to me! Your backwardness is not what is what is preventing you. From saying, give it to me. That I have to bribe you before you go and buy a Macarius. Then you are not a serious person. David understood that in this time and era, you don't use stones. The scale of the back. Please, this is Thursday. Please, a taboo to stand at a conference. Say, give it to me. Give it to me. Hey, as you walk about here, when you see something that will help your work, you say, give it to me. Say, not give it to me. Say, give it to me. Say, give it to me. Give it to me. 
Receive something because it's been given to you. And I'm sure you know that that sword is the word of God. The same thing, John, in Revelation 10, when he saw an angel with a book, he went to the angel, Revelation 10, he went to the angel and shouted, Give it to me! He took the book from the angel's hand. You don't understand what makes for your greatness in ministry. I said, you don't understand what makes for your, for your, for your, I'm hoping one of us pastors will teach about reading. You don't understand what makes for your, you, you, at this stage as a pastor, you even, when you go to toilet, you, many of you, you go to toilet, you just sit in the toilet looking at ants crawling on, on the, on, what, what? A real pastor, there is a book in your toilet. There's art of leadership in your toilet. There's church growth in your toilet. Give it to me! So, I want to beg you. During the break, go and tell them, give it to me. I've been borrowing anyway. I just, when I went there, I saw a brother. The shirt he's wearing is too big for me. It's likely he borrowed it. It's over there. Okay. So if you're already borrowing shirts for conferences, then just borrow 450. You pay later. If you can't pay, ask them to beat you and. Bomitika. Are you excited? So make sure. If you are here and you don't have the Macarius 60 and you want it, 450, stand up. I want to see your face. I want to see the give it to me. Stand to your feet. God bless you. Keep standing. Keep standing. Yes, You want it now. Give it to me now. Stand to your feet. Yes, keep standing. Keep rising. I'm waiting for you. God, clap your hands for them. They are standing. God bless you, mommy. God bless you. God bless you, sir. Send a message to that girl. Oh, please keep standing. Tell that the girl who owes you money that please send 450 now. I want money. I'm waiting for all of you who want the books now to stand. Macario 60. Please stand to your feet. Can you please come to the front here? I want to lay my hands on you. Your ministry begins from here. I said your ministry begins from here. Your ministry begins from here. Your ministry begins from here. There are five people sitting down. I don't know how you yourself understand your destiny. I don't know. There's some money you are keeping for something. Drop it and come to the front. Five people are sitting down. 
I'm waiting for you here before I lay my hands. This is your moment. This moment is your moment. I'm waiting for you. There are five people sitting down. Pastors. I know, I know it that there are five of you. Two are coming. I'm waiting for the, th- the third. The third is coming. I'm waiting for the fourth. The fourth is coming. I'm waiting for the final person. Five of you. Yes. The fifth person is sitting down. Rise up and come. You've killed with a sling and a stone. Does not mean that you must be fixated. Clap your hands for him. The fifth person is coming now. Give it to me. Lift your two hands. I want to pray for you. Knowledge can change you. Knowledge can change you. Anyone standing here, whatever you are desiring in the ministry, whatever is your dream, you've seen somebody's church, you you, 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 you've read a book you are dreaming of a ministry you are dreaming of a ministry that is very different from what you have God sent me here to inform you you will see it before you die I said you will see it before that. there are some things if you have not seen them you are not allowed to die I said, if you have not seen them, you are not allowed to die. That's what the prophet said. When he, when he saw Jesus, the priest, the pri- when he saw Jesus Christ, he said, let me now die. Let me now die. I'm now ready to die. You will see it. Those branches you are dreaming about. That size of church you are dreaming about. Talaba. Lestuma Alekra Satora Shombalia Zenola Ba Shataba Seta Mandolasa Shetoba Kandalaba. As I lay my hands on him, a new grace is coming on you. A new grace is coming on you. It's new. I see something like a cloth, but it's actually a dress. It's like a cloth, it's being put on you. It covers you. It hides your blemishes. It hides the things that are not comely. Receive it now. Step into higher dimensions of ministry. Step into greater heights of ministry. See better days. Arados Maleka. Oh, yes, you will see it. You see it. Delo. Delo. Don't see me a lost What is in your heart? You will see it before you die. Kadoshka. Let my soul now depart in peace. Kelas. 
menos kebasa. Yes, as I lay my hands on you, you will speak like Simeon. Let my soul, you are not allowed. Even if you are in a plane and the plane falls down because of this prayer, you come out. Talosa. Because you are not allowed to die without seeing what is in your heart. Surely. Zango Carters. Shonaka. Father, we thank you. We bless you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Sister Joy, they will come in. So, can you please, can you please, I'm pointing to the side. Can you kindly, just for two, three minutes. I know, they know I'm preaching, so you won't waste your time at all. Can you please interact with you for two minutes? Shout, give it to me. I used to fight with slings, but now I've found a sword. Give it to me. Today, I have great joy in. Continuing from where I left off yesterday. You see, because you should know as a pastor what kind of destiny you have. There are people who knew their destiny and therefore when were not willing to be shortchanged. May God reveal your destiny as a pastor to you. I think I'm saying something I have not thought about. It just came by inspiration. I've not thought about this. There are people who fought. You know, life was trying to hand over a certain destiny to them. They said, no. You know, if you are if you are not careful, if you are not careful, you will become a victim of circumstances. I, 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 I feel blessed. I feel blessed. If you joke, circumstances, happenstances, can redefine your life. If you don't take a stand, if you don't have a revelation, if you don't believe God and trust God for a revelation, circumstances can redirect your destiny. Yes. If you are not careful, the town you are in as a missionary, that town can define your destiny for you. 
if you are not strong. What is in Kolegono? Or, or you don't know Kolegono? <laughs> what is in Kolegono? Apart from the Kole Lagoon. And Gono means what? Near or above. What? Hill. On the hilltop. What is that? Even, even the Kole itself is stinking. So if you are there, everything should be stinking by now. Behold, he stinketh. But as man who understood destiny was not prepared to let where the parachute dropped him to define his destiny. Because all of us have places that our parachutes drop us. Sometimes as you are coming, a strong wind can blow you into the forest. And many of you, when you land there, because of the monkeys there, you also begin to act like a monkey. I'm saying something. I said, where the parachute lands you should not determine your destiny. If you're not strong, circumstances. I'm not speaking to church members. I'm speaking to pastors and church workers. Be very careful. Be very careful not to allow Kumasi to defend your destiny as a local champion. Karaza Babosha. I'm saying something, but you need to hear and hear intelligently. Yes. May God give you a revelation of your destiny. Otherwise, where the parachute drops you can change the course of your life. I remember a man called Jabez. How he was born. I said how he was born. The circumstances of his birth. The mood of his mother. Was about to redirect his destiny. But he said no way, no way, no way. I will not allow. I have a better insight of my future. He prayed. Because prayer in the book how to pray prayer and even transform your pastoral ministry prayer is what redirects your life from being from being a victim of happenstances be very careful are you a pastor what do you do in church why are you at this conference this is not a marriage conference. What are you doing here? Oh, you are a church worker. Yes. Which means you will be a lady reverend one day. Yeah. Be very careful. Not to allow a boy who broke your heart to determine how circumstance, to determine how your ministry will be. Rise up above it. From Kolegono, 
church became international. As a church in over 90 countries. From East Legon, from Airport Hills, from Civil Aviation, from where? Your life will be like that. When people are asking what good can come out of your life, I said, what good can come out of a beloved, a girl whose beloved has swept her, somebody whose marriage is spoiled, a boy who has been ditched, what good can come out of a pastor in a town which doesn't use money? A town, 21st century, they do butter system. You have oil, you come for yam. You have fish, you come for plantain. What good can come from a pastor who has been posted to such a town? But I'm here to inform you that if you understand your destiny, if you understand your destiny, your life. Today, the church which began in Collegono, please, it's Thursday. Don't stand. Thursday. And the chairman is also here. Where is he? Okay. Today, that church which began in Collegono is not different from a church from a church which began in Minneapolis, Minnesota. But can I get? Can I can I get? <laughs> That's how it be. A day will come. Your church in Bantama will not be different from, 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 from a ministry in Ontario, Canada. My God, my God, my God. Your house, I said your house in Ejisu will not be different from a mansion in Cape Town. Receive a defiant spirit. Please sit down, it's Thursday. I feel something inside my stomach that somebody's destiny is being redesigned somebody's destiny is being redefined what the word of God says about you is what will come to pass you didn't hear me I said what the word of God says about you not what you have been through not what is in your country not your level of education I don't know who is hearing me not your level of education not where you were born not who your parents are not where you where, where, where you went to school but what is written in the word of God about you is the ultimate determinant of your destiny and I shout and say receive it believe God that your ministry as a pastor will line up with Isaiah 9 and verse 7. Believe God. Yes. Of the increase. Bishop, I'm excited though. Of the increase of his government. Shekota. Mastele Bakata. And peace. And peace. There shall of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be an end when he is 56 years. I said there shall be an end when he is 42. 
there shall be an end when he has been 10 years in the ministry. Oh, I said there shall, there are people, when they are appointed as pastors, that is when their ministry ends. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be an end after his ordination as a reverend. I'm here to announce to you that on the last day of your life here on earth, that will be the day you will chalk your greatest miracle. The same way Jesus, who raised dead bodies, was able to raise his own dead body on the last day, receive amazing outcomes. Amazing outcomes. While you are sitting, you won't sit there for a long time. I said, you won't sit there for a long time. Ah, I said, you will not sit down for a long time. Katasa papa. He said, the people that sat in darkness, my God, the people that sat in offices, there is somebody watching me in an office. I give you three years, you'll be out of that office and you'll be preaching in a cathedral. The people that sat in darkness, I feel power here, have seen a great light. I pray that God opens your eyes to see something that ejects you from your phlegmatism. That ejects you from your background of no education. The people that sat in darkness. You see something today. Arise. Of the increase of his government and peace. It will end when he's 70 years. It will end when his children have left the house and he's alone with his wife. My God. I said he's alone. Are you aware that many divorces happen when children are have left the house? Yeah, many marriages are together because the children are around. They know that they are waiting for the children to leave. When the children leave, the man leaves to go and marry another man. <laughs> yes, plenty stories in town. But in your case, I said in your case, it is when the children have left that your sex life becomes more sizzling. I said, it is when the children have left that you'll be blowing the trumpet in Zion for those who understand English language. I said, I see you blowing your trumpet in Zion. Receive a better life of the increase of his government and peace. There shall be no end. Sir, this is your destiny. This is your destiny. It doesn't matter whether you have been to the university before. It doesn't matter whether you didn't, couldn't finish primary school. It doesn't matter where you are. He said, of the increase of his government and peace. May your government increase. May your church grow. Grow and grow and grow and grow. May the largest numbers you preach to be seen on the last day of your life on earth. Kadazababa. I banish you. I said, I banish you. I separate you. I banish you from a life of a better yesterday. 
may there never be a better yesterday in your life may Isaiah may there never be a better yesterday in your ministry a better yesterday in your calling a better yesterday in your church but may you ride majestically from one level of glory to the other receive it as a child of God receive it as a pastor of the increase of his kingdom of his government and peace yes I've been knowing that's why I'm here this is the reason I'm here to crystallize and precipitate yes yes I'm here to cause a sudden precipitation of this destiny whether you are in a village or a town or a city I don't know where you are from I don't know where you are going from here but I'm informing you that of the increase of your government and peace And I told you yesterday, this picture was seen in those who build their ministries upon the throne of David. If your ministry is not built upon a certain throne, no one is allowed to build his ministry on his throne. Your throne is incapable of containing the weight of your ministry. I said your throne is incapable of containing the weight, bearing the weight of your ministry. The government that is endless, the peace that never ebbs, it is founded on the throne of ancestors. Your ministry must be built on the throne of your progenitor. No man. Hello? I'm, I'm sure you know I'm talking about Jesus Christ in prophecy. Yeah. If Jesus could not build his own ministry on his throne, and came here to build a ministry on the throne of a father. Daziko Kata. Then your persons as a pastor should be to chase that father. Don't allow him. Don't allow him. Because you have no destiny without a father's throne. Those of you who have gone to a carpenter to make your own throne. <laughs> yeah. Those of you who have gone to a carpenter to, to make your own throne that you are ruling from. You will rule over dusts and insects. But there's a brother in this auditorium. He, he didn't care what throne he could make. All he did was to enter a room to find the throne of his father. You have no future. 
if you are here and you are not companying with a father. They went about healing, teaching, and preaching acts and the Lord working with them. So when you see Peter and John, Paul preaching, healing the sick, what you don't know is that there is the Lord working with them. I'm not alone as I stand here. I mean, a pastor standing here alone cannot do what I'm doing here. I can't be here alone. I'm standing here in the spirit of Elijah. That's why the first verse I quoted yesterday was 1 Corinthians 5 and verse 4. And when ye gather together and my spirits so when there's a gathering, you may not believe it, but for me, I know that Bishop Dagwood Mills is walking up and down here with me. That's the only source. The things I say, the boldness, the audacity is from the conviction that I'm not alone. I have backings, layers of backings. When ye are gathered together, and my spirit. Of course, together with the power of our Lord Jesus Christ. But you cannot take your eyes off the spirit of the Father. Where is your Father? Where is your Father? You have bastardized yourself. You have done what? Bastardized. Upon the throne of David. This is Jesus. A man who died 4,000 years earlier was the one on whose throne he was doing his ministry. So you see him walking on water. You see him raising the dead. You see him feeding 5,000. He was standing on the throne of his father, ancestor, his progenitor. Those of you who like good English, like Wesley girls. From today, may you reposition yourself on the throne of your father. Otherwise, there's no future for you. Luke 22. Please, sit down. It's Thursday. 28. Luke 22. You have stayed. He said, ye are they which have continued with me in my temptations. Sons who run away from their fathers in times of need are cursed.
sons who stick with their father in their shame and nakedness are noted. Don't be a daughter or a son who, who readily abandons the father who gave birth to you. It's, it's wrong. There are many pastors here who have abandoned the father who gave birth to them. They have gone to see a carpenter in their village, in their town. He has made a, a throne for them. They, they, they are building their ministries on their own throne. Ye, ye, not the, ye are those who have continued with me in my temptations. Ye are those who have continued to read the books I wrote. Ye are those who have continued to use the principles I taught in camps at the Great Hall in Kumasi here. Ye are those who are continuing to read the mega church I wrote. Kai! You've passed an exam on the mega church, so what? Ye are those. May you receive the grace to continue. Any devil that wants to stop you, I stop it in the name of Jesus. Ye are those. Not these ones. These ones. May a father one day point to you as one who continued. May a father one day point to you as a son who continued. Pastors abandoned their fathers long time ago in Bethlehem. They are in their cities and towns doing their own thing. Breaking away. Some haven't broken away. But in essence, they have broken away. Because if you evaluate what they are doing, you see that they are eons away. From what the father is doing now. You are destroying your life. You are destroying your ministry. The best word I can use is the word bastardize your ministry. It's a word which is used to describe bringing things apart. When a car, the parts, the cuts, the, the, the parts are removed, dismantled, that's the word. What school did you go to? Oh. That's the man. This is the man. Went to a good school. I want to use the word. I just, I could sense something. That, yeah. <laughs> it, it just triggered. I just felt like, no, he's not an ordinary man. To bastardize a car, check the English. Bast, to, 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 be, to dismantle it. You can, you can bastardize a machine. 
Repeat this man. Rip it apart. Your church this afternoon, I'm going to talk about the curse of Noah. The curse of Noah. I'm going to rip it apart. There are many churches that have been bastardized. There's no foundation on which you are building your church. Since you broke away from the father who laid his hands on you and moved away to found your own Green Grass Limited International. There's no foundation. You bastardized your ministry. But Jesus said, ye are they which have continued. Yeah. You may think every son continues with the father. Especially in their temptations and tribulations. A lot of sons sneak away. Many circumstances bring them to a point where they sneak away. One of them is when they are appointed as pastors. Because now he feels he's a man of God. I don't need you. They call you Papa. But you, may you continue to read the books. May you continue to follow on social media. May you continue to travel from wherever you are to the Father's house. Don't bastardize your destiny. Ye are they which are continued. The original Greek word for the word continue is stayed with me. That, that's the original the Greek word for this is stayed. You are those who have stayed with me. Stayed with the principles I have taught. Stayed with the messages. Stayed with the teachings. Stayed with the spirit. This, I don't know about those who are not in Lighthouse, the other pastors, God bless you for coming for the conference. But in our church, the United Denomination, it's a church of outreaches and crusades. Can you believe there are pastors who have not gone out of their church to have an outreach or a crusade? Yes. They are in the church, lighthouse churches, drinking oil. Drinking what? You are not continuing. My message today is simple. I'm showing you how you can have a government that has no end. Increase. It increases without end. And the way to have it is to build your ministry on the throne 
of a father. And we see it here. These are red letters. It said, you people did not abandon the teachings. Did not abandon the spirit of the church. Did not abandon the, 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 the doctrines and the philosophy. You stayed. Therefore, verse 29, King James, I appoint you, I appoint unto you a kingdom. <laughs> a kingdom akin to what my father appointed to me. Yes. You will have your own. The way I also have my own, you will have your own. Yes. Because there are pastors here who don't have their own. You don't have your own. I can't go into details. Because some things are not fit for microphones. Okay, Saduza, Zina, Okata. Your wickedness in that church, in that branch you have started, in that ministry you have started, the wickedness that took you there will guarantee you after 80 years of preaching, you will have nothing that is your own. Please, this is English. I appoint on... Can I have another translation? Maybe my English. We're in good at this time. That's it. Just ask my father has granted me a kingdom. I now grant you the right. Receive the right. Receive the right. You know the, the people who have a right to their own ministry? The people who I don't know whether you read your Bible these days. You see, if you have not been faithful with that which belongs to another, now, 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 this church is not for Bishop Bruce. He's just a servant here. I don't know how to preach. The wickedness of people, pastors, Christians, will not allow them to go and build something that somebody's name will be on it. That's why they break away. To build something that their own name is on. To build something that the founder is Reverend Dr. Edwin Ogo. Why should I spend my life building something that somebody's name is on? I got to have my own. And they go and discover that there's nothing for them. Because you cannot, you cannot overturn eternal principles. Before you are allowed to have your own, you will be given 
something that doesn't belong to you. And the, the whole of heaven will be watching you to see what you are doing with something that doesn't belong to you. Yeah. Before you, I know you are married. This is not a discussion. I know you are married. You can be married and have a wife who is not for you. You can be married and have a husband who is not for you. Kelosha. Before you can have something which is for you, you will be given something that is not for you. I'm going there. You'll be, given a, you'll be given a girl to sing for you who is not for you. And the world will be watching to see if you, you, will, you, you will use your authority to weigh her breast to see which one is heavier than the other. You were put in charge of the choir to, to, to take care of girls who are not for you. Girls who are not for you. Because God has a plan to give you your own girls. Daughters, three daughters who are your own girls who call you daddy. Who see you as their father and call you for money. I need a phone. Daddy. So, but before your three girls came, you were put in charge of a choir. But you became a clearing agent in the choir. The fact that you are the leader of the choir does not mean the girls are for you. There are some things I don't know whether I can say here. But all I will say today is that be faithful to build things which do not have your name on them. Knowing that if I build this from ten to 5,000, it will not be attributed to me. In fact, my picture will not be on the church. It's for somebody. But they are eternal principles. He said, said, just as my father gave me my kingdom, you now have a right to your own kingdom because you continued faithfully to teach the things I had told you to teach. You cont- I'm preaching. You continued faithfully to behave in the way I taught you to behave. Therefore, my father, this is the kingdom I'm talking about. This is the church I'm talking about. Your kingdom. A, a ministry which grows luxuriant. Many of us cannot say that. The church you are pastoring, which is for your founder or your pastor, the church you are pastoring, which was started by somebody else, you are not doing it well. 
there are pastors who are in their churches pastoring and they have also started their own church. There are missionaries who are pastoring branches, churches by started by a founder, some founder somewhere and they are in their churches pastoring those branches but they are taking care of the school that has their name on it more than the church with somebody's name on it. Because the school there is for them. The school is for them. That is why if I have, if I have any work to do, it's a work of showing you how to continue with a father. Because that is the only way you will have. Can I have the King James? Say, you, and I, I, I point unto you a kingdom as my father has appointed unto me. Verse 30. It's beautiful here. This one is that. That ye may eat and drink at my table in my kingdom and sit on thrones judging the 12th. This is the highest promotion you can ever have. May you see the highest level of ministry you can ever see. May you see the highest level of calling. May you, and before you die, may you sit on thrones you have never made for yourself. He said, I appoint unto you to sit. You know, your greatest, the greatest place you will occupy in life will never be a place you created for yourself. were never made that way your highest elevation will be an elevation that somebody has to lift you you can never lift yourself to that height where you deserve to be a city Jesus said it is it not Jesus Christ who said it Matthew 5 he said you you are what a city sets a city what? I can't hear you all. A city what? Set. A city. That is set. You don't understand the English well. It's not a city which built itself. A city which has been put there. You are a city which has been put on a hill. Like somebody took you from, 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 from Norwasi. No university education from a poor background and threw you into a cathedral. Yes. A city. Set. A city. Set on it. Like now. It's humbling to tell you that I have been set up. You see, my own plans in life would never have given me the life I'm enjoying now. That I traveled by whatever means. And when I get to the station, a bishop is there waiting to pick me in this guy. That's not a plan I had. That's not the plan I have. I, I, I got a text from a bishop of 
of the country, not, not in our church, has a huge ministry somewhere. Huge ministry. With many branches. Plenty. One is writing to, one is writing, he says, Hello, sir. I mean, on my own, maybe you can't see me well. Me, that bishop calling me sir, I don't even deserve to be in the same room. He's a bishop and I'm a bishop. My title was given to me by my father. I don't deserve to be near that man in his private jets and the things he flies. He calls me sir. Why? Because because, because he sees me as somebody on a hill. Most, let me come and stand here. If you are looking for me, you don't have to bow your head to look for me. You have to lift your head to look for me. But where I am, I didn't climb there. A father took me and threw me on top of the head. May someone take you and throw you. But you see, it, 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 it depends on you. As I sat here this morning, I was just making plans for somebody. To take somebody. The, the, the highest height you will attain in life is not a height you can attain on your own. Somebody must set you on the hill. You are a city set on a hill. And because you continued with me, because you didn't become big, when you Began to, began to count 200 members in your church. Because you didn't become big, when the chief of your village acknowledged you as a man of God and continued with your father who sent you, I also appoint you a kingdom. And apart from the kingdom, oh Jesus, Look at it. Verse 29. <laughs> it's beautiful. He said, I appoint unto you a kingdom. So, so, can you lift your hands and receive some promotion? Receive some promotion. I feel the presence of God. Receive some promotion. Somebody is watching in your room. Put the phone down and lift your two hands and receive some promotion. There's a promotion coming to you. There's a promotion coming to somebody. And that promotion is beginning with, 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 with your capacity and ability to follow, to follow, to follow, to follow. Breba, Shatimo Sabe, Ande Kroma Saliado Saba, receive a kingdom which belongs to you.
which belongs Karano Sipa E Olinia Signore Keba Stendola Sipe I don't care where you are in life I don't care what you don't have What I know is that a hand is lifting you Somebody here, there's a sister here You are being set on a hill A hand is setting you somewhere Somebody is setting you Receive grace for followership Receive grace for followership When you are sad, you are following When you are happy, you are following When you are rich, you are following When you are poor, you are following When you are big, you are following When you are small, you are following Receive it You don't understand, but I'm just telling you. One day you understand it. Don't, don't worry if you don't understand it. That's what I'm showing you. Look, it says, I appoint unto you a kingdom. So you will have your kingdom. That's what Jesus Christ is saying. As my father has given me my own kingdom. But, but, but watch it. Verse 30. But, 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 even though you have your kingdom, once a while, you'll be coming to eat in my kingdom. So you will have your kingdom. I'll also have my kingdom. Because I've watched you carefully. The way you have followed me. The way you have worked with me. What God has done for me. I'm creating a world for you also. But just make sure that once a while. When you have your kingdom. Be humble enough to come to my kingdom. And sit at the table with me. So that we can eat together. Learn, learn. Some of you don't know how to leave your kingdom. You don't know how to leave your kingdom. When, when, when a kingdom is appointed to you, it ends your relationship. I don't know if you understand. You look like somebody who doesn't understand English. You understand English. Trust me, Chi. English is good. Shania Sadoya. One of these days, you'll be leaving your kingdom into another kingdom. You'll be eating and drinking. I said one of the greatest privileges is where you sit to eat. Where you sit to eat. That is why communion is one of the highest, highest moments in the week. To be able to sit at the Lord's table. My God, some of you eat from Asanka, some of you eat from leaves. But on Sunday morning, you are allowed, you are allowed to sit at the Lord's table because where you sit to eat. But where you will eat will not be your kingdom. You will come into my kingdom for nourishment. You come into my kingdom to eat, to drink with me when you also have your kingdom so when you go back into your kingdom you are going as a strong as an anointed my god as a great leader because of where i invited you may somebody invite you one of these days i said may somebody invite you one of these days i said may somebody invite you one of these days the fact that you have a kingdom 
should not limit your movement i see you in and out of your kingdom from one kingdom to another may you eat in somebody's kingdom stopped following you continue to follow when others stopped teaching the books you continued when others were disinterested because they were now big men known now by the mayor of the city known now by the dc but you you were great but you still continued to follow i appoint you a kingdom and once a while you come to my kingdom to come and eat and one day as we are eating i'll tell you son i know you have got a busy work you are doing in your kingdom but i'm also giving you some 12 tribes i've got some more tribes some 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 apart from your kingdom let me give you some some other leadership work to do some 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 try take a tribe and add it to your kingdom and rule I pray for somebody here right now that a hand that is about to elevate you, a hand that is about to lift you, I said a hand that is about to leave you, lift you. If you don't bite that hand, that hand has got more blessings for you. Receive a kingdom and a tribe. a branch pastor doesn't reduce you you don't need to start your church to be great one of these days a father will call you and say it's now your turn I'm doing for you what God did for me. The kingdom I'm having now, I'm creating one for you. May somebody, one of these days, may you enter somebody's office and live with keys to a kingdom. I give you the keys, the keys of the kingdom and with authority, whatever you bind is bound. Whatever you allow is allowed. Receive new power. Receive new grace. Receive new authority. Receive new mantles. There is a reward. I know it gets tiring. It gets confusing. Sometimes the man you are following calls you Satan. But if you can continue. If you will not be offended. I will appoint to you. I'm announcing to you. Where you are in the ministry. 
is not your final destination. There's a lady here. You preach on Sundays in what looks to me like a classroom. It's not a very beautiful place. <laughs> you know, one of life's greatest privileges is to just have your name mentioned. I've sat in meetings in recent times. We are just there having a meeting, talking, talking, then somebody just mentions somebody's name. Kwame Ofosu. That's all. It's life changes. But for your name to be mentioned, you should have earned yourself the credentials of a follower. So that is where many of us are failing. But I'm here today to impart into your spirit the credentials of a follower. So the credentials of a follower. One of these days, that, that lady I just saw in a classroom, said, it's not a classroom, but it looks like a classroom. It is a small hall. It's joined to other halls. I don't know what it's used for. waiting for in that classroom is that your name will be mentioned in a meeting from that classroom you'll be standing on a stage in a cathedral somebody mention your name you know the greatest places in life are not entered with certificates I'm not stopping you from finishing your PhD but the, the, the best places in life are by invitation it is actually the lower levels the lower half of life where you climb with degrees but above 50 above the 50th percentile upwards all you need is someone to remember you and mention your name there is a son one of the sons of Jesse is young has a cunning spirit who plays skillful. I tell you, the years you have spent building yourself will not be wasted. The years you have spent in hunger, in pain, remaining and trying to be faithful, the years you have spent trying, trying your best, trying your best, do something somebody is watching you Mike Medoc says there is always someone observing you who has the power to promote you some but many of us don't think that way many of us don't think that someone is observing you but there is always someone 
and sometimes that person isn't a CEO it's not a reverend it's not a chief sometimes the person observing you is a houseboy cleaning the floor sometimes the person observing you is a house help sometimes the person observing you is a security man we call gate man because the man who mentioned David's name in the palace was not the king he was not even a person on whom the king leaned he was one of the courtiers said I've seen a boy the other day I was in the market and I saw a boy one of the sons of Jesse the way he played one of these days may somebody mention a skill receive it now I know a, a woman she's one of the lady pastors in Kumasi she carries books to Tuhu to go and say she's in Suyai she's in Bekwai she's everywhere and when you are carrying it sweating you think nobody has seen you say Mahaskata one of these days your name will fall from the lips of someone you don't even respect and the king will say yes I've forgotten that person call her to come they will call for you I said they will call for you I said they will call for you I said they will call for you I'm continuing preaching but lift your hands and receive right now a new and living grace for followership like Elisha who cannot be turned away by offenses be like Peter who cannot be turned away by insults be like Jacob chasten I may not have power to appoint to you a kingdom I have no such power but the power I have is to appoint to you a hunger a hunger may you not be a person who gets satisfied easily since the world began animals and men have been drawn by hunger appetites have driven conquests of nations and mountains all you need is an appetite to climb to a mountain and your name is in the annals of great men I appoint to you a hunger that cannot be satisfied. 
some of you are satisfied so easily if you will allow me to curse you the curse I'll place on you that may your hunger for God never be satisfied <laughs> may you also curse me may your hunger for God because the day it is satisfied may be the day you will turn away from him Prado Simande Kaya so in the Beatitudes there was a special blessing among the many virtues there was a special blessing for people who could be hungry There is a Macarius. There's a Macarius. That is, there is a blessing. There is happiness. The word Macarius is happy. Blessed Macarius are those who hunger and thirst constantly to do what is right. They are never satisfied with what they have achieved. They always want to do what is right. They shall be failed. But even when they are failed, in their failed state, they will still hunger. Don't always criticize things you see in the natural world. Like in some countries, you can have a president who is richer than the country he's leading and he is still stealing the money so you ask yourself are they not satisfied there is a state it's, it, it, it's a spiritual condition it's demonic it's demonic why you can steal a country's money billions and millions and still be stealing till you are killed or you are out of power they never stop stealing no matter what they have ladies and gentlemen in their case it's demonic but in our case in our case there's an anointing that can come upon you no matter the size of your church you still want it to grow no matter the power ministry you have you still want to climb higher no matter the conferences you preach at you still want to improve upon your preaching no matter what you know blessed are those who even when they are failed will still be hungry 
don't be the type of person who gets satisfied. A lot of lay pastors get satisfied so easily. A little lay ministry, a branch, a title, a collar. There is something higher than the lay ministry. May you not be the typical African who gets impressed with mediocrity. May you receive right now a hunger and a thirst and an appetite for what is on the floor higher than where I am. What is on the 40th floor? I'm on the 39th floor. I want to know what is on the 40th floor. I'm on the 90th floor, but I'm not okay. I still want to know what is on the 91st floor. Receive a hunger. Let your hands. Rebosa. Let your hands. Stay mamosa. Whatever you have, there is something higher. I said there is something higher. And I'm commanding that you are climbing the steps. Climb it up. Move up. Move up. Don't stay where you are. Like David. He did not stay at the level of a sling and a stone. He went for a sword. I know where you are is small. But don't be satisfied. Lift your hand. The Holy Spirit is filling you. The Holy Spirit is filling you. He's filling you. And when he has finished filling you, you still test again. When he has finished filling you, you still hunger again. If I will curse you, the curse will be that may you never be satisfied with God. Precos Kadila. Parasi Tomaha. May your past victories not satisfy you. May your past achievements not fail you. But the more you achieve, the more thirsty you are. Father, we thank you for higher heights. May we be one of those who continue. May we speak like Paul. That nothing shall be able to separate us from the source of our power. Holy Spirit, I bless you. Holy Spirit, I worship. Father, I worship. Many people standing here today are undergoing a metamorphosis. 
changes are taking place in the spirit, in the hearts, in the hearts. There's a reorganization of appetites and desires. May you be among those. Set on an hill. Which cannot be hid. In Jesus' name. You may be seated. Clap your hands for Jesus. We are going for a break in a few minutes. But I want to teach you a little about how to continue. How not to be tired easily. How to continue. And I'm preaching from this masterpiece the art of following. And I'm reading from chapter 2. How you can be successful. How you will not fail in the art of following. Because everyone has been assigned someone to continue with. You know, one of the meanings of following someone is continuing with it. In fact, when you stop following, sir, please stand in front of me. Can you take some gentle steps? Yes. So I am following him. So you may say that I'm following him. But another, in another sense, I'm continuing with him. I don't need to be by his side to continue with him. When I move away, I have stopped continuing. So when they say, thank you, pastor. When they say, ye are those, ye are they who have continued with me. It means ye are they who have followed on. Then shall ye know if you follow on to know the Lord is going forth. Shall be as the morning if you continue. And many of you 
I'm not saying some of you. Many, if not most of us here, do not know how to follow an anointed person. So no kingdom has been appointed to you. Of course, you will never sit on any throne to, to judge who. What right do you have to judge? To be successful in following, and I, and I think I, I, I nailed it yesterday. I nailed it yesterday. I mean, I couldn't believe it was a home run. I said, I, said, I, I said to you that the fact that somebody is your father does not mean you will have what he has. You have another responsibility towards a father and that is not the responsibility of calling yourself a son. It's the responsibility of following. Fathers must be Followed. The fact that he gave birth to you does not mean you can abandon him and still enjoy the privileges of a son. A certain man had two sons. So the blessings and the privileges of a father, they flow not just to the sons who are sons because of spermatozoal activity. But sons who are sons because they followed their mother. Ye are they who have what? Continued with me in my temptations. Therefore, I appoint unto you a kingdom as my father has appointed to you. And ye shall sit to eat and drink in my kingdom <laughs> and judge. Sit on thrones to judge. Number one, the father God gave you the father of your ministry, the father of your denomination, your father in Christ, the father God gave you must be followed. And how do you follow? Number one, you follow a father, an anointed man, Number one, by choosing to follow God himself. Ephesians 5, 1. Be ye therefore followers of God. Be ye therefore followers of what? God. Abba. In this era of soaking messages, reading books, you know, and all these things that go with them, we have now chanced upon, or better still, become 
a generation of soakers of messages who don't follow God. Reading a book is not the same as following God. I think we must end because the thing is too much. It's, It's too much for me. Maybe we should just go and come back later. We have pastors today who spend all their time soaking messages, reading books, chanting snippets of messages, but don't even have their own quiet time. There are many people, their quiet time is a message they soaked. A message they listen to. <laughs> you don't do that. That's not what you should do. The man, please, this is Ephesians. It's not a voice from heaven. Paul, the man who would later on ask them to follow him, is asking them to follow God. You see, even as a two-by-four pastor with almost nothing to show for my work, I have discovered that the people who have who are Christians who follow God, who know their God are those who are able to follow me well. You don't follow a man of God by following a man of God. If God puts an anointed man, a man he has anointed before you, and tells you, my son, follow this man. Don't start by following him. Start by following the God who has brought that man before you. You don't follow a man by following him. In fact, those who haven't followed God first are not able to follow men of God. You see that they they walk with them for a while and they fall off. I'll take it again. Those who have not followed God first are not able to follow men of God. You cannot copy spirituality. Abba! You cannot copy what? You cannot copy spirituality. You cannot copy, copy, you cannot copy spirituality. You must have your de novo spirituality. De novo. There are too many 
enchanters of names, enchanters of things who do not know God themselves. In the name of Jesus, whom Paul preaches, come out! And he said, who are you talking to? And I'm, I'm sad, I'm, I'm, I'm sad, almost to the point of depression. I'm sad to say that that is what we have today. The pastors of today, the missionaries of today, are missionaries and pastors who are always saying, in the name of the Jesus, that Bishop Dagwood Mills preaches. In the name of the Jesus that Reverend Osir Daku preaches. In the name of the God of Prophet Ousu. And look at them. They are floundering and licking dust. Because there is nothing in the spirit like Jesus whom Paul preaches. My God. The, 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 the exploits of Paul are a direct result of the Jesus he knows personally. The exploits of any man of God are not a result of some copying he has copied, but his personal quest. Don't read your Bible. You are soaking message. You will not even understand what you are listening. Understand that what thou readest. How can I accept some man? Teach me. And when the man came, what did the man do? He sent him to be baptized. You need a baptism into God. Not a baptism into books and messages. If you have not trained yourself to read the Bible, you will not understand any book you read. Anointings are on men of God. Be very careful. You, there is no anointing you will catch like a cold. Anointings are not in the air that you breathe. Anointings are mantles resting on men and women God has called. But for you to get that anointing from that man onto yourself, you don't begin by knowing the man. You begin by knowing the God of the man. There are too many pastors in this generation who don't know God, but are filling buses. Who don't know God, but are building big congregations. In the night, they are in their rooms watching pornography. In the morning, they go carry people on buses and they are in church. But I tell you, one of the things you, have, you should know about God, that God, walking with God is not a hundred meter dash. It's a one million kilometer marathon. <laughs> Preaching with people falling is not the beginning or the end of ministry. <laughs> Being able to fail a hall is not ministry. This is the work of God. That what? You believe in the God. The real work of God is believing in God. This 
is the work of God. The work of God is not evangelism. The work of God is not preaching. The work of God is not laying hands. The work of God is not preaching, teaching, healing. This is the work of God. That ye believe on him whom he had sent. This is the work of God. Those who believe on him are able to do the work of preaching, teaching, and healing. But the real work of God is not preaching, teaching, healing. The real work of God is your ability to know God personally, spend time with him in a room outside somewhere, two weeks with God. You see them running around like mice, sweating, Never spend one moment with God. You see him on the stage preaching. He has just finished fornicating with a singer. Never ever again think that works. will take the place of knowing God. Thus is the work. Jesus answered. It is Jesus who taught us what the work of God is. That is why I doubt if you, if, if you really believe in God, if you don't have an appetite for full-time ministry. Because if you believe in God, you want to give your everything to serve God. There are too many galamse pastors. I was telling somebody yesterday, I said gold, and I'm happy I'm in Ashanti region, gold can be obtained in many ways. When you see somebody has gold, he got it through many ways. You can have gold through Galamse. You can have gold through open pit mining. Hello? You can even pick the gold on that. You can also have gold by going to the deep shafts inside the shafts. There are too many Galamse passes. Just walking about and collecting some gold. The gold of ministry. Is for those who take their time and drill and drill and drill and drill. The Galamse Christianity, the Galamse ministry, it only leads to pollution of the atmosphere. You have a church, but you have polluted somebody's ministry, you've broken a pastor's heart. You have a church, but you have destroyed somebody's ministry. You have destroyed somebody's family. This is the work. I don't want to go near pastors who don't fear God. I want to work with pastors. He may not even have a big church, but if he fears God, he's my role model. I believe in fearing God. I believe in it with all my heart. I believe in it with all my heart. Fearing God. Some of you don't fear God. You lie by heart. You talk anyhow. You can insult the father who laid his hands on you 
and when you finish insulting him and you take a microphone, people are falling down when you are preaching. Say yes. One pastor broke away from his head pastor and destroyed many things. And when he left, because there will always be devils who will encourage you when you are destroying yourself. And somebody bought a BMW for him. And another pastor went and said, what you are doing is wrong. What, is, what, what I'm doing is wrong? Come, come, come. Have you seen this BMW? Yes, Benz, Benz. Can you see it? If what I was doing was not the will of God, would, would, would I have had this? You can even drive a chariot. <laughs> you can drive what? It does not authenticate your stupidity. Somebody who doesn't know what to do with his money can build a mansion for you. It doesn't. Since when did a human being become God? Since when did we seek approval from men? Should it not be God who should approve of your behavior? But you see, because you are not even working with God, that's why you don't even look for God's approval. Your ministry is just at a show. For men to see and applaud. But the guys who see anointed men and want to follow them, their counsel is to be followers of God. Tomorrow morning, read your Bible. Go to the God of the pastor who waited on him to get that message he preached. You too, go to that God. He will speak to you. You may not preach the way he has preached, but somebody will also listen to you. Who is listening to you? You see, anointed men, great anointed men, Surrounded by unbelievers. Surrounded by carnal Christians. From today, it should concern you whether God is happy with you or not. Don't, we don't use fans to be, for ministry. We don't use social media. For mini, social media. I mean, so if you're having a program and only 23 people like that pro- or whatever that program and I have 1.2k. It doesn't mean that I am more loved by God than you. We don't judge our whatever ministry by social media approval ratings. We judge by the one following God. Number two. You can be successful in the art of following by following a man. A man who is following Christ. <laughs> First Corinthians 11 verse 1. It's a beautiful verse. Look at it carefully. First Corinthians 11. Be ye followers. Tell your neighbor you have a responsibility. 
tell him, look into the eyes. Especially if he's sleeping. Say, you have a responsibility. <laughs> apparently, pastor, apparently, it's not enough to follow a man of God. I, I didn't know. I'm just saying it. It's not enough to say you are following a prophet. Or you are following a certain man of God. Look at the English. Be ye what? Followers of me, even as I am of Christ. Sunakata Kroma Azanda Koshepala. It means that <laughs> before you follow a man of God, how many of you want to follow a man of God? You know a man of God. The way I am following my man of God. How many of you want to follow him? Apparently. I don't know if your English is good. But, but, but before you follow a man of God, you need to know where Jesus is going. If you don't know where Jesus can be found. If you don't know Jesus, if you don't, if you yourself don't know God, you see, no man of God can take you to God the way you will find God. You follow a man. Yes, he looks like Jesus. Jesus. I've never met a man who looks like Jesus like this. <laughs> Sir. Look at it all. My aim in life, I'm ending. My aim in life is to follow this man. I've seen something he's carrying. A man who can work with concert and build a church. He's carrying something. I want to follow But before I follow this man, I I must know Jesus. I must know who? Many people are following men of God who don't know Jesus. You are only allowed to follow a man of God after you have known Jesus. Paul said, you know, we need pastors like that with the audacity to tell people, follow me. Follow me. But don't listen to people who only end with me. Follow those people who say, follow me as I follow. By Jesus.
Black Jesus. But this is the real Jesus. Listen. You should know which of them is false. Because you are only supposed to follow this man as he follows this one. So, you should know this one. Even though you are following this one, you should know this one. Because, can we all march slowly? As you are following, this man can move and follow this black Jesus, whether it's an imam or what, I don't know. Now, the moment he switches to follow this imam, what do I do? You stop following him. Because the caveat is follow him only when he is following. But if you don't know what is not Jesus. If you don't know what is not Jesus. If you don't know what is not Jesus. That's why the, the, the most the greatest disservice you will do to yourself as a pastor is, to know, is not to know Jesus yourself. Because once the person you are following is deviating, you will never know. Yeah, because you don't... You, this is Paul. Any genuine man of God will tell you to follow him as he is following Jesus Christ. Because we all have a tendency to stray. In fact, it is Isaiah who described it properly. He said, all we as sheep, like sheep, have gone astray. The easiest thing for sheep to do, whether it's a bishop sheep, archbishop sheep, reverend sheep, canon sheep, once it's a child of God, a sheep, a sheep, the easiest thing for a sheep to do is to stray. That's why the message of loyalty is very, very important because you can easily deviate from the original path. You can easily find yourself not following Christ. You are following, you are doing something, but not following. Christ is not in it. Yeah. Jonah met uh, Paul in heaven. He said, most of the messages people are preaching on it, they can't, they, they, Paul cannot recognize that this is a, even a Christian message. A pastor, Paul, Paul would say, um, is it Galatians 2 or what? 1? He said, after you have begun, who has been with you? Galatians? Is it Galatians? Three, eh? Three. Who has been with you? Foolish Galatians. Who has been with you? This is so true, eh? Let me see verse 2. No, one, he said, after having begun in the spirit. Are you so foolish? That's three, three. I was, I was going to say two, two. Three, three. You can begin in the spirit. 
A pastor can begin in the spirit. A man of God can begin in the spirit. Anybody following God can begin in the spirit and be made perfect by the flesh. That's why you cannot just walk around following men. You need to know Jesus so that if he is following black by Jesus or black Jesus, you will not, at this point, I can't follow. I don't see Jesus in this one. This point, I can't, I, I don't know. I, 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 I'm talking about this. It's here. You can be successful in the art of following by copying a man of God who is following Christ. Period. It's here. So there are many ministers who are more of followers of millionaires, business executives, politicians than followers of God. You will notice from the books they read that they are following these secular people and desire to be more like them than Jesus. Many pastors begin following their proper Jesus. After three years, they are following an imam. Following Jesus. Noble. Look at him. Please stand up. Look at him. Noble. Noble. A very noble man. But you I don't even know why you went to marry. Because Jesus didn't marry. Why? Why did he do that? Something, something. But we still like you, Jesus. They start. A great man, humble, serving God. Jesus, nice. The ass is following that he sees a man with curls. Curls? following curls. If it's curls, then this man could have gone to wear a wig. I didn't know you like curls. Curls? Tell <laughs> you get the curls. Get the curls, pal. No. Stalaza Shambrabasu Tekaba. Sonia Nekotaba. For the rest of your life, I pray that your eyes will be on Jesus. Yes, that's a song we say, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look forward to his wonderful. Look to Jesus. Yes, we follow prophets, we follow pastors, we follow our fathers, but your ultimate responsibility, ladies and gentlemen, is to know God, to know Jesus. This is the work of God. Sing it, my dear.
wonderful face. Take it again. Take it again. Take it again. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Look for in his wonderful face and the things on earth will go strangely deep in the light of his glory. There will be dim in the light of his glory. Everything your money will be dim, your husband will be dim, your child will be dim, your business will be dim, your whatever in the light of his glory and his grace, everything else becomes dim. Turn your eyes, take it again. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look for in his wonderful face and the things of earth will grow strangely in the light of his glory and grace. Go on. To be like him. Oh, to be like him. Blessed Redeemer. Pure as thou art. Come in thy sweetness. Come in thy fullness. Some thine own image deep on mine heart. Oh, to be like him. Oh, to be like Jesus. Blessed Redeemer. Pure as Come on. thou art. Come in thy sweet. For the last time, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look for in His wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely. strangely. The man you are chasing will be dim. You don't know Jesus. That's why pornography is so bright in front of you. If you know Jesus well, pornography will be dim. Many people have not met Jesus. You only met a church or you have said that saying the sinner's prayer is not the same as knowing Jesus. Who, who, who taught you that? 
saying the sinner's prayer is never has never been what take your time and follow jesus in the take your time and read your bible go to church pray meditate on the word of god fear god obey his word sinner's prayer today pastors see nothing wrong with preaching and fornicating preaching and watching pornography preaching and now people are preaching with penises in their innocence this is what turn your eyes turn your eyes upon Jesus Jesus is the answer look for in his wonderful face go back to your mission and find Jesus you will know how to follow your father well Many of you don't know Jesus well. You just went to a Bible school. It's not the same as knowing Jesus. I'm telling you. The people who know Jesus, they are good followers. In fact, pause. I studied at the uh, Trinity Theological Seminary. Lego. I have a bachelor's degree there. And a master's degree there. We were told when we went the first week. They told us, and I think they, they, they meant well. They told us, this is not the place to find Jesus. First week, yes. He said, if you don't, this place is for people who know Jesus well. If you don't know Jesus, this is not the place. This place will not help you. You can actually live here. we were told in English he said this is not the place you come to find Jesus you don't go to a Bible school to find Jesus you must know him first and he validates your experiences sing it my dear Your eyes upon Jesus look for in his wonderful face. And, and, and I like that he said, look full, full. I mean, look at his face well. Don't look at the ear or the hair or his chin or some look in the face of Jesus. Look in the face. You are not looking at his face well. I'm not looking at his face well. The men who do well in ministry, they know Jesus well. Listen, when you listen to them preaching, you can tell, no, 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 no. This is not the pastor. This man is a follower of Jesus. He's trying to obey Jesus. He's answering past questions. As his followers are following merrily, it's like, it's like party time. Chanting slogans and wearing t-shirts. Look full in his face. 
and not just his feet, his wonderful feet. Take it again, my dear. Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look for in his wonderful face. And the things on earth won't grow straightly deep. In the lights. In the light of his glory, of his glory and his grace. And grace. That boy will be dim. Your money will be dim. Your job will be dim. Your mother will be dim. Your children will be dim. Ah! To be like him. Oh, to be like him. Oh, to be like Jesus. Blessed Today, pastors don't fear God. They don't fear God. There is nothing in them that fears God. Come on. Deep on my heart. Oh, to be like Him. Oh, to be like Him. Oh, to be. The real followers of anointed men are followers of Jesus. It's so easy. If you find anybody who is struggling following a man of God, it means he doesn't know Jesus. 100%. I'll take it again. Anybody you know who is struggling to follow a father, a pastor, a man of God that he should follow, and he's struggling to follow that person, I, I, I don't know him, but I can close my eyes and say, he doesn't know Jesus. To be like him. Oh, to be like him. Oh, to be like Jesus. Blessed Redeemer. Pure as thou art. Come in thy sweetness. Come in thy fullness. I thank you. Some thine only. I thank you. I thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Clap your hands for Jesus. Now, now, now. Yes. You can also be successful in following a man of God. By following someone who has followed that man successfully. I can follow this man by following someone who has followed this person you really want to follow. You see, thank you. Following is actually a language. The art of following is the art of understanding. It is a language. Following someone depends on your level of proficiency in that language. You can follow someone and not understand him. 
You, you can't even interpret the things he's doing. But there is someone who has followed, who you can relate with more easily. So one of the things you do when God shows you an anointed person is to always ask yourself, who has successfully followed this person? Because that big person there may be exuding a message you don't understand. When Bishop wanted to enter the miracle and power ministry, power ministry, he spotted a woman called Catherine Coleman. Catherine Coleman. One of the most wonderful healing ministers who ever lived. Miracles that were attested to by medical doctors. Books were written about her miracles. Naturally, anybody who would want to, who would want a miracle ministry, would want to follow Catherine Coleman. But God told him, "Don't follow Catherine Coleman. Follow Benihin." He may, Benihin may have something that you can follow more easily. Instead of going to wake Catherine Coleman from the dead, there is a man around you who has successfully followed her in her time. Follow him. One of the reasons why people are not able to follow anointed men of God well is that their eyes are fixed only on those men of God. But it is time for you. May God open your eyes. Sometimes he's somebody you don't like. Sometimes he's somebody you look down on. But whatever you do, the person has... You see, John... Is it 14, 11, I think. Is it 11, 14? He said... Believe in me. As you believe in the Father, believe in me. Or else, believe in me for the very work's sake. Now, even if you don't like me, look at my works. That is why one of the things to do if you want to follow someone, is to follow a person who has been delegated and appointed. I'll take it again. This is one of the points. I'm ending now. I'm not going through everything. One of the things is to follow. When, 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 when a man of God you admire sends someone, if you really want to be like that man of God, one of the things that will open spiritual doors to you is to receive that person who has been sent to you. But most of us are not intelligent enough. Some of us are not intelligent. Most people want to relate with the chief executive. They want the big man. People just want the bishop himself. I mean the bishop or no bishop. Mr. Bishop man or no one. I, I, I need to see the man. Like the guys came 
and said, we must see Jesus. We don't relate with apprentices. He said, I must see Jesus. Let me tell you something very, very, very important. Yeah. Let me tell you something. It is very, very difficult to meet Jesus or to meet a man of God. or to. It's not easy. Even you, a local champion, people can see you. But the man of God sends. So Christ was amazed that the people claimed to know God and they were beating him. They claimed to follow God and they were killing him. They said, how? How can you say God is your father and you are about to kill me? How? May you be able to identify messengers of anointed men. Emissaries of anointed men. Delegates of anointed men. People anointed men have put... Look, even if the person is your child, humble yourself. And say, no. Here's something I don't have. It is one of the ways to have access. I will not be surprised if that courtier who recommended David was somebody David played the harp for or to one day. David could have said, Charlie, if you don't take me to the palace, I'm not playing no harp. I said, well, I play for kings. I play for, I, I play for bishops. I play for, I play for kings. But when he met this guy, this servant, he said, no, I'll play for you. Because it always takes, see, a lot of the destinies of great men lie in the hands of servants and unimportant people. A lot of the destinies of great men like the destiny of Naaman was in the hands of a servant. The servant's counsel is what made him a, 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 somebody, a, a complete man. Until he received that little servant, he was leprous to his underwear. Don't have the habit of disrespecting secretaries. Those of you who go to offices, you want to see the MD, you want to see the bishop, you want to see whatever, but the secretary there, you just pass. And eventually, you come back to him or to her. Have you not passed by people to go to somebody's room and the person's door was locked? And you come back scratching your head with your twisted face. You are now coming to greet. Oh, but I just saying, but mommy, and if you, if the person is like my grandmother, you say sit down. She will ask you, a woman who never went to school. She will ask you, have you been to school? <laughs> Are you educated? <laughs> Are you not the one who went to infant school? How come I am more intelligent than you? And when she is turned away, she will tell you, you are not bright. 
you feel like disappearing. <laughs> a smallest 106 year old woman. 106. So you are not bright. <laughs> May God show you somebody, a messenger, a follower. He may be your younger brother. He may be somebody with something you don't like. But receive humility now. I think the answer is humility. Take it. Take humility. It's a spirit. Let it enter you. It's a cloak. A cloak of humility. Let it fall upon you. May nothing make you big. Yes. You may never meet that man of God in a thousand years. But there is someone you can meet. Who is? He may not carry everything. But he has a few of the passwords. Lift your hands and receive God's grace. Lift your hands and receive God's blessings. Lift your hands and receive the hand, a hand, a hand, a hand, a hand that changes your life and moves you into great blessings. Lift your hands and let's close. Pray. Ask the Lord, Father, talk to me continually. Not just in this conference. Not just in this conference. Let me continue so that my kingdom will be appointed to me. Let me continue so that I will also sit on thrones judging the tribes. Let me continue so that I will have a government and peace that increase without end. Let my ministry not end suddenly. Let me die preaching. Let me die in my most anointed form. Lift your hands. Let me die whenever I will die. May I be at the peak. Prado Staba. Shondikilia Kebrazinoma Alatakaba. Mandimosa. May you have your kingdom. May you have your kingdom. May you have your throne. May you go in and out drinking and eating at the table of kings. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you for every blessing and every grace. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.